1: Ready for some football talk. This is from Under the Helmet with Derek Kennard and the coach Al Gross. We'll tackle the personal and unheard stories of the players, coaches, and fans, and we'll score with the stories and headlines from this week in college and pro football. Now, here's the coach Al Gross with Derek Kinnard.
2: Welcome back to Voice America's From Under the Helmet with Derek Kennard. Coach Al Gross isn't here today. He is stuck in traffic, but I am here. And uh, I'm here for, to uh, host the show here at uh, Voice America From Under the Helmet. Well, we got some interesting topics today with this Super Bowl week coming about. Oh, man, this is going to be a dandy here at... uh At the brand new arena up in uh, Dallas, it's going to be a dandy. Uh, I'm a former NFL player over with the Dallas Cowboys. It's been uh, it was a a wonderful three years of my highlight of my career, and uh, enjoyed it tremendously. Uh, That uh, that was Super Bowl Thirty back in nineteen ninety five. The actual game was played in, uh, 1996, January 27th, about 6, 622 p.m. Boy, what a game with the, uh, against the Pittsburgh Steelers here at Sun Devil Stadium. Super Bowl 30 was, uh, was a, was a highlight of my career and, um, what a day! What a day! Okay, we yesterday we had the Pro Bowl in Hawaii, and that is uh, it's an interesting game to play because you got all the top elite players of the NFL is come to converge on that on that small island and uh, <clears throat> display their talents. Now I have a hard time watching it because of the offensive line and D line. They're not running any games. They're not. They're not really rushing hard. Um, and not many crushing blows are being delivered. Far as uh, the offensive line, and defensive line is concerned, it's a uh, to me from my eyes, uh, it's a one, uh, it's a one-two cha-cha-cha type of move for me and. Uh, Man, it's just really tough for me to watch, but it's entertaining to watch when you're looking at the wide receivers and defensive backs. And, um, you know, in, in, in reality, it's, uh, it's basically what this league is turning into is what is, is called a passing league, uh, which, um, boy, I tell you, uh, Fitzgerald had one heck of a game and, uh, we did see a little running, uh, out of, out of uh, Mr. Jackson, out of, uh, from the Rams camp. And that was, uh, impressive to see him running, uh, running the ball very well because, you know, as an offensive lineman or a former player that you, uh, on the offensive line, you, I really like watching the uh, uh running backs gain the yards And but you also got to, in hindsight, look at the defensive line that really not playing with much leverage and or, and or much, uh, uh pad level to deliver the striking blows as they normally do uh in a regular season game, but I tell you what you're going to see a game this weekend on uh Super Bowl Sunday at that new dallas stadium oh that is a gorgeous stadium. I have not witnessed this with my own eyes yet uh uh Physically, but I've been looking at it from afar with the virtual tours online, and it's been a dandy to see. Enjoy watching that, <clears throat> um, watching this thing on uh, television, but um, this is going to be uh, one heck of a game. All right, uh, the this offseason is v- vastly approaching with. Mr. Michael Vick having the franchise tag put on him. I sure like to have some call ins at 888-346-9144. What is going to become of um, this situation that's developing? In Philadelphia with Mr. Cobb and Michael Vick, what is going to be the status with that? Are they going to deal him away and uh, build that squad up to be a, uh, another contender for years to come? I know they're going to get a first round draft pick for trading, uh, Michael Cobb and that's going to be an interesting trans, uh, transaction for Any team that lands him, and I would like to think that the Arizona Cardinals will be at the top of the list to make that acquisition to obtain Mr. Cobb from the Philadelphia Eagles. What are we willing to give him? I know we're very stingy on this end, and uh, when I say we, I'm talking about the Arizona Cardinals at giving up draft picks and or starting players for, uh, for a possible quarterback. But I know also that they do not want to struggle through another year of, of uh, trying to figure out who is going to be their starting quarterback when you got a talent like Cobb out there to be had as a free, as a top free agent this coming off season. And this should, this should be a top, acquisition for the Cardinals to get, but you know, it's a wait and see and we got a lot of issues to work out with the NFL, which we're going to cover a little later in the show. Another interesting thing that happened in the NFL this week was Mr. Fisher was fired from the Tennessee Titans and, um, was somewhat shocking because they, they did, uh, um, tell Mr. Fisher that he was going to retain him back in the, uh, early January. They, they said they were going to uh, go ahead and retain him and then, uh, allow Mr. Vince Young to move along and uh, nix his contract. But <clears throat> we all know that the owner of the Tennessee Titans have this this, uh, man love for this guy and, uh, Vince Young, he, he really likes the guy. So it's going to be an interesting selection when they do choose the coach. Are they going to bring back Vince Young to take on the reins of, of the, uh, as a starting quarterback for the Tennessee Titans? Now, you know, it's, uh, it's, it's, it's a tough thing in the NFL to have. To not have a a top elite quarterback in, in in that starting position, you're starting to see how valuable uh, a guy like Vince Young and a talent that he is, with both his arm and his legs, he has proven time and time again that he is a winner. But uh, the the evening that he had a crash and burn was to uh to his demise was a situation where he he uh was hurt he was injured and uh he was his performance was was, was not up to par and the coach pulled him and then <clears throat> subsequently from there uh he went in to find out that it was not any structural damage to the uh To the injury that he that he had occurred, Um, I believe it was a wrist injury, and then from there, uh, you know, the doctors told him one thing, and the coach told him another, and uh, he made the decision to throw his helmet and shoulder pads into the stands, and he said some uh, some vulgarities uh, towards um, Coach Fisher on the sidelines, and from there it went on uh, carried on into the locker room and. Well, <clears throat> we know how that story went. They uh, they did not ask for him to come back after that moment on. Coach Fisher just did not want him back in the locker room. And I understand why. But <clears throat> now, here it is. Tennessee Titans without a quarterback. They're look they're on the market for one and or going to bring, bring back Vince Young and it's going to be an interesting acquisition at bring either bringing him back uh, uh are they going to have stipulations where they put him uh, uh, in, a, in, a, in a deal to go get some counseling, uh, some psyche, uh, some psyche vows? I'm sure it's going to be forthcoming for him. Now, with that, on that said, there is still uh, that this major beef with Vince Young. Uh, when we come back. for next season or this coming off season to bring him back with the new coach. All right. Now, one other thing I want to touch on in this first segment is we have Herschel Walker, a former teammate of mine. He had a fight this past weekend in San Jose, California. And he knocked a guy out in a TKO in the second round, and uh, wow, this guy continues to amaze me. I know he's he's moved on with his life after football, but and he's also been a a, a really a really good uh, done a really good job with. Uh, with his business ventures. Uh, he's, man, this guy is just a phenom in the gym. Uh, man, I just can't say enough good things about him, but, Man, this uh, when he does come to town, he calls me about a gym. What gym to go work out in? And I give him, I hit him sitting right over to LA Fitness and he go get his workout on. But uh yeah, this guy has uh has knocked a, uh, knocked out his appointment in the second round in San Jose, California back on Saturday night. Boy, what what a talent he is becoming in the MA MMA, mixed martial arts uh, transitioning from the NFL. Well, we have a couple minutes left before our break, but I would like to let you know that to please call in today at 888-346-9144 from Under the Helmet with Derek Kennard and Coach Al Gross and from Under the Helmet. Please come back.
3: Your internet flagship station for sports, Voice of America Sports.
1: Are you ready for an old-school, in-your-face discussion of professional college and high school football? Tune in for talk on a variety of football-related topics on the program From Under the Helmet with your hosts, Derek Gennard and the coach, Al Gross. You will hear the week's headlines and straight talk from the hosts and their weekly guests that are personal and provocative. From Under the Helmet is broadcast every Monday at 5 p.m. Pacific, 8 p.m. Eastern on The Voice of America Sports Channel.
0: It's more than a sports show. Tune in every Friday for End of the Bench with Tony Bowie. Tony knows and does it all. Whether it's sports, business, or politics, the discussion all comes to focus in one place. You'll hear from the personalities as well as the everyday people, each bringing their own perspective to the discussion. This is a weekly forum that you'll want to be a part of. End of the Bench with Tony Bowie airs live every Friday at 10 a.m. Pacific Time. That's 1 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Sports Channel.
3: Tuesdays at 2 p.m. Eastern, 11 a.m. Pacific, on the Voice America Sports Channel. Your Internet flagship station for sports. Voice America Sports.
1: You are listening to From Under the Helmet with Derek Kennard and the coach Al Gross. We want to hear from you now. Call in with your comments, questions, or whatever to 1-888-346-9144. 1-888-346-9144. Or shoot us an email to dk 7 trey at yahoo.com. Now, back to the show.
2: Welcome back from Under the Helmet with Derek Kinnar. Coach Al Gross is not with me today, but I'm looking forward to your call-ins at 888-346-9144. Please call in and uh, share share with me your thoughts of today. And uh, I'm going into segment two where we had the Pro Bowl. Was yesterday, and boy, it was a high-scoring game. What a game to see last night with uh, with the high scores. Offensively, uh, both teams scored. Uh, wow, just fifty-five to forty-one. The NFC wins, of course. I am for the NFC, spending my entire career in the NFC, both uh, <clears throat> with the Cardinals, Saints, and the uh, Cowboys. I tell you, the I'm just so proud of the. The NFC just showed up this time uh, to, to to take the the reins of the uh, the Pro Bowl again. Um, uh, yeah, the, the AFC has wanted it in the past several years, and it's just been uh, it's been uh, really good to see this happen. Uh, yeah, with, <clears throat> once again, this week has become one of what we call a passing league, with especially with this uh, Pro Bowl and um, this pa- pageantry of watching all the. The, uh, elite players from the NFL get together and, and, uh, celebrate this, uh, this wonderful game. Now, uh, D'Angelo Hall had a pick and, uh, a, a fumble return TD earning him the MVP honors. And, um, uh, you know, he earned it. He did a good job. And, uh, man, I'm, I'm happy for D'Angelo to get that, to, to, to get that MVP. What a game. All right. Uh, we have also the, the players in the league have a, uh, they have this, uh, NFL challenge with the quarterbacks at, during the, during the Pro Bowl. And, uh, this is something I really enjoy watching. and the, the, they have to run and throw a ball with the NFL quarterback challenge. Now this this allows you to see as a fan how accurate is uh, Drew Brees, Michael Vick, and um, Matt Ryan, and and um, the Peyton brothers. You know how accurate are these guys throwing the ball while on the run, while and or how accurate are they throwing in those uh, those round those round uh, wheels that they have to throw it in. See, this is this. Uh, some of the things that they do when they're when they're at the the NFL combine and this is uh how these guys get rated and uh, what how uh, high they're going to be drafted and um uh, so and, and they factor all these things in when it's uh time to make uh, make their picks and uh of course there are guys that does not particip- participate in these uh events at the at the NFL combines that, which uh Sometimes it helps them uh, with their stock and uh, and there's other guys that it doesn't help them uh, with the stock uh, to raise their stock the guys that have low stock this is advantageous for them to to participate in these uh type of events because uh you can have a chance, opportunity to raise your stock it's uh it's a wonderful thing to do if your your stock is low and you go out there and perform and and raise your stock to a higher level and boy those NFL teams love to pick a guy that has raised his stock and showed uh, had a good showing out there and at the NFL combines. Now there's another event that I also enjoy at the Pro Bowl, and it's the offensive and defensive line. They go out there and they have a bench pressing uh, deal that they do, and uh, during the bench press, um they. Bench press, uh, I don't know, 500 plus pounds and how many reps can you rep out with, uh, with that and or, uh, just bench press one thing, uh, one weight as uh, much as you can, to, uh, for one rep. It's called maxing out. <clears throat> And, uh, man, we had a guy, we had a guy in Dallas that would, that could bench press a lot. And, and I also in, uh, in New Orleans, Willie Rolf would could out, uh, bench press everybody in the weight room with his bench pressing abilities. But in, uh, in Dallas, it was Mr. Allen. He is, uh, he was the NFL king of the bench press for a number of years in Dallas. So. Yeah, uh, now i i have no idea who won that bench press yesterday uh or whether it was was it saturday or a few days prior to the game but boy that is one of the main events that uh the fans love to see while there in Hawaii now when the guys are out on the town you know I know they just go out and have a good time with their family and friends but some of the things that I enjoy uh, some of the guys like Palomalo and uh, and uh, there's a ton of other guys like like Fitzgerald they go out into the communities and give back um, by giving time and, uh, and spending a lot of energy with the kids in within the communities of, of, uh, Hawaii and Maui and the other smaller islands. Uh, they go out and visit. Boy, what some beautiful, what is this is some beautiful land out there? I went there last year for the Super Bowl of golf last year in April. My team won allowed me a trip to go to Hawaii or to spend the weekend in Maui and uh, to enjoy a weekend of golf, hiking, fun, beach. What a weekend. I enjoyed that. I tell you, my team didn't make it this year. We uh, came, we was in a close fourth place. We missed the playoff, uh, the playoff round uh, this past weekend in Tucson. The Super Bowl of golf is what I played in. I I tell you what, I've been fortunate enough in my lifetime to make it to a couple of Super Bowls, and the Super Bowl of golf was one, and the NFL Super Bowl Thirty was another. So I have had a couple of opportunities that some guys cannot say they have experienced, but I have. All right. We are... We have a number of things I want to talk about uh, today, and we're going to discuss some things uh, later on in the show about the CBA and the draft, the NFL combine, and the off-season acquisitions that uh, we plan on making how are we going to get all these things done without a collective bargaining agreement? Those are some of the things I like to talk about later on. But right now we have the Super Bowl is coming to Dallas. And man, this is going to be a a super, super spectacular event right there in Dallas with that beautiful Taj Mahal type of stadium with that big huge screen and all the performers coming out to to uh, perform what a heck of a show that the NFL has planned to put out this year in Dallas and we have Voice America is going to be broadcasting live at some of the events on Saturday at at the 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 greatest show on earth Super Bowl weekend I tell you this is one you don't want to miss Now, with, uh, I mentioned earlier in the show about, uh, Herschel Walker. This guy just had a, had him a MM mixed martial arts fights this past weekend. What a, this guy has just continued to amaze me with his, with his, physical ability to just go out every week and just get it on. I tell you this this guy is uh, really starting to get it get his stuff together in the mixed martial arts, but he better probably try try to learn how to fight on the ground cuz I'm not uh, I'm not sure if he's got that ground game together yet. So it's going to be interesting. To see him put the ground game together. Cause when he run across the, the likes of some of the guys that, uh, that do have a ground game, he, I believe he's going to be in trouble. All right. I like to have some call ins about uh, some Super Bowl picks of, of some of our callers on what, who was going, who was your pick and who you think is going to be the Super Bowl MVP. Uh, this coming weekend, we have the, Green Bay Packers facing off with Green Bay Packers are facing off with the Pittsburgh Steelers with Palomalo as being a possible candidate. You know you gotta you always have to have to uh, uh throw my guy in there from from uh from uh the Green Bay Packers who is the is a possible who is a possible, uh, MVP, and that is that Matthew kid, uh, along with Mr. Rogers. So, you know, you gotta, you, you got some choices here to think about, and, and of course, you know, you have, uh, you have some guys on that defensive front, uh, and linebackers uh for Pittsburgh that 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 are, are game changers as well. So boy, what a game this is uh, starting to measure up to be. I cannot believe they have the Green Bay Packers as being a favorite this weekend when uh the entire uh, last week it was spent being with uh the, the line was out with Pittsburgh being the uh, the uh the favorite. You know, this is this amazed me uh, how Vegas change uh, 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 have the ability to change the minds of America when when you know the Pittsburgh Steelers have their ducks in a row and uh, offensively and defensively, but we just, we just don't know if uh, the Green Bay Packers is going to show up with that running game. We have no earthly idea if, that, if it, the, the consistency is going to be there with that running game. Now, you know all year long, all I've talked about was the running game is going to be the key to making it to the Super Bowl. And uh, Pittsburgh, uh, they've been consistent all year long, and the Green Bay Packers found this kid uh, uh, and 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 plugged him in during the playoffs a a few weeks ago, and uh, this kid has really shown up to to be quite a running back these past couple of weeks. But you know what? This is a new day. We're going to see, because are you going to show up for the big game? And that's going to be a key question that needs to be answered. Um, And I'd like to hear that on our next segment. Along with talking about the CBA, the draft, the NFL combines. I want to hear your thoughts about this coming up off season, about the acquisitions, and how they're going to get all this done without a collective bargaining agreement. And is a lockout going to be the answer just to lock everybody out when business as usual is just not going to be there for both the players, the owners, and the fans. The fans is the one that's getting hurt in all this billionaires fighting uh, against millionaires, and they need to get this thing resolved because this is the greatest sport in the world by far, the NFL. Now, we'll be back after these messages from Under the Helmet with Derek Kennard.
3: Your internet flagship station for sports, Voice
1: America Sports. Are you ready for an old-school, in-your-face discussion of professional college and high school football? Tune in for talk on a variety of football-related topics on the program From Under the Helmet with your hosts, Derek Ennard and the coach, Al Gross. You will hear the week's headlines and straight talk from the hosts and their weekly guests that are personal and provocative. From Under the Helmet is broadcast every Monday at 5 p.m. Pacific, 8 p.m. Eastern on The Voice America Sports Channel.
0: Don't miss the show that gives you exclusive access to your favorite pro athletes off the field and in our communities. Join host Nick Murphy for Heroes Radio. Hear it directly from the source as we take you behind the scenes with your favorite stars. It's sports, community, entertainment, and fun. And it's all part of Heroes Radio. Tune in Friday afternoons at 5 p.m. Eastern Time, 2 p.m. Pacific, only on the Voice America Sports Channel.
3: internet flagship station for sports voice america sports
1: you are listening to from under the helmet with Derek canard and the coach al gross we want to hear from you now call in with your comments questions or whatever to 1-888-346-9144 1-888 Three four six nine one four four, or shoot us an email to dk 7 yahoo dot com. Now back to the show.
2: Welcome back from under the helmet with Derek Kinard. Uh Coach Al Gross is not here today, but I'm here filling in and just uh, and doing just a fine job. Hey, we are back. Uh, we want to talk about the collective bargaining agreement and what is going on in the NFL with this. Uh, with uh, the CBA looming uh, in the background, we have a, a, a tentative meeting schedule. The NFLPA with Roger Goodell is going to meet this weekend at uh, in Dallas. Uh, they're scheduled for negotiating um, a negotiating session and. Uh, I tell you, they got to get this thing done. And um, some of the issues that need to be discussed is uh, the rookie wage scale and um, what 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 type of rookie wage scale they're going to put in place. How high is it going to be? How low is it going to be? I mean, uh, can uh, they, some of these kids have earned the poss- uh, earned a right to to be a first round draft pick and to uh, earn a great deal of money? But We know about the situations where we've drafted some guys that just didn't pan out. You know they were excellent college players, but they were they wind up being a bust in the NFL because the the NFL stands for not for long when you're not good, and uh, you're 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 paired up with some really good players once you get into the league, and you better show up both in the classroom and on the field because they ask you to study your book. Study the plays, and then they ask you to go out there at practice and perform. And then after you've practiced, done your walkthroughs, your mini camps, and your OTAs, they're asking you to go out there in preseason and perform at a high level to earn your position on the team. And then we have situations where we have guys that are drafted at a high, a super high pick in the first round, and they just don't work out. Why? I don't know is not they don't put the effort both in the classroom and or or, uh, have the work ethic to get the job done, both in the classroom and on the field, because you got to put the work in. You can't just get by on and rest on your laws of what you did in the past back in junior high school and in high school and back in college. This guy's getting better every day. You gotta you must go out there and put your best foot forward both in your training and conditioning as well as in the classroom because you better study your guy and his tendencies and, and uh you gotta know when a guy it's going to, as an offensive lineman, I know a guy that is, uh, tilted a certain way that he's going inside and I know how to cut him off so he doesn't sack my quarterback. And, uh, there's, there's things that guys do in this league that, uh, they tip their hand to let you know that the direction they're going to go and or the things they're going to do to you, uh, cause they have tendencies, but some guys don't know they have a tendency. It's, uh, it's like my son once told me, uh, my, <clears throat> my, my youngest boy is over at the USC and we, uh, we, he likes to, he likes to, uh, do a little one on one with dad. And one on ones for some of you football types that don't know about one on ones is one on one pass protection is when our offensive lineman lines up. Uh, both uh, in a two-point stance or a three-point stance and uh, the defensive lineman line up and the three technique that's outside shoulder of me uh, if I'm at left tack left tackle or left guard and he's doing a speed rush outside and he knows when I when I'm getting ready to come off the ball he says the reason how he gets a jump is because I twitch my right leg when I'm about to come out of my stance uh, it's a microsecond, but he knows that Tennessee about me because he studied some film on me and watched me twitch my right leg. Now, there's some guys in the league that don't know that I twitch my right leg when I'm about to come off the ball, but this kid knows. My son knows that dad is about to light him up when it, <laughs> I'm about to light him up when I twitch that right leg. So yeah, it's, uh, that's something I do and I have a tendency and I admit to it because he pointed it out to me and showed me that I do that. So yes, there's, there's things that other guys in the league, they, they have tendencies as well. And I pointed, I point out, pointed out when I am studying my film. All right. The collective bargain agreement and, uh, the, uh you know, these, they're going to meet this weekend and hopefully we can be, begin some talks about some topics, uh, on, on the topics they need to touch on and both, uh, find out what spectrums are, uh, extremes in, in a, in a perfect world, what do you want, uh, far as the NFL Players Association? And then from the owner's perspective, what do you want in a perfect world? We find out this is how things are resolved, both in the corporate world and in, and in, and in private lives is, uh, you find out what other people want in the perfect world. So you turn around and you ask them what do they want. And then if they don't have a mediator or an attorney in the room that is, uh, uh, as knowledgeable and, and and trying to bring people together in a common ground that is uh, is, uh, is is a middle ground and uh, resolve this issue with the NFL. Now we have. I'm not trying to paint the NFL as as the bad guys and the NFL Players Association as a as the good guys. I just like to see the NFL. Uh, continue on with their season and with doing so they have to go through this off season as well to develop their players in the off season with their draft picks, their free agents and their, their guys that, or marginal players and they just they're just on the ball club as backup players. They have to get better. And how they get better? In the off season they do their trainings, the OTAs, they have a a, a regimen that they they go through the entire off season. It is no longer a six months off type of uh, a league anymore. This is a year-round sport where these guys get uh, a few weeks off in January, and they're back at it, and and, uh, early February, they're back at it. And then, of course, they have the release of all their free agents that are going to be released in the next few weeks coming up. And then uh, in March, uh, the first week of March, I believe, is when we have the beginning of – of the end is possible with the CB collective bargaining agreement has not been reached. They are, they are threatening a holdout with the holdout. That means everybody that is, um, The the entire league may have a shut. They may shut the whole league down by having a lockout. With the lockout, that means no business transactions are going to to occur. There is no trans uh, transitioning from team to team with free agencies. There is no off season training. Uh, You got coaches that will be hopefully talking to players about keeping their conditioning levels up because once this collective bargaining agreement is is reached. Uh, it will be business as usual. And then uh, here you go. This puts the, the NFL combine at jeopardy. When you're talking about a lockout, there's no NFL combine. There is no draft picks. What in the heck is going to occur when it's time for the NFL draft? Are we going to have a mock draft? Uh, or are we going to have a real draft? Uh, No NFL combine. How are we going to evaluate these uh, kids coming out of college? It is a tirade of questions that I would like to see answered. I'd like to have some some fans call in at 888-346-9144. Call in and uh, tell me your thoughts on what you think about this offseason that's about to occur. What is going to happen here with the NFL? Now, you think that is bad. I just had a thought and I want to share it with you. The, the, the NBA is also, uh, threatening to have a possible lockout because they don't have a collective bargaining agreement and you want to talking about, uh, uh, billionaires, uh, uh, Negotiating with millionaires. Good Lord. This, uh, this, I'm not going to be, I may go into, uh, you gonna have to check me into the psych ward here because with no NFL, no NBA. I might lose my mind just coming fall <laughs> if we don't get this thing, this thing handled. But, you know, and, uh, and, uh, uh, the big scheme of life though, you know, we have a lot of things going on within our, within our, uh, our, our country, our world, uh, you know, the, the Gabby thing that happened down in Tucson, that was a tragic situation, a real-life situation. And uh, we also have uh, the the people in Egypt, Egypt is in an uproar uh, about the lack of democracy being being uh, there with their president. They are like a new regime in there. And we have those real-life situations going on. And I'm sitting here talking to you about the collective bargaining agreement with both the NFL and the NBA. And there's real-life situations. Going on here, and I know I'm talking about just a couple of leagues with football and basketball. But you know, when you got a, got people like myself that have spent my entire life with with football and and, and involved in such a way with giving my life to it, it's uh, it, it becomes real. But I am certainly aware that. The, these other uh, uh, worldly situations that's happening with the mental health or uh, dysfunction of uh, Mr. Lofner that that uh, tried to assassinate uh, Gabby uh, in Tucson that was a that was a tragic situation of him killing all those all those people and, and the wonderful little girl that has just was just a a gem to to be to, and a and a terrible loss to us all because she was going to be a great politician and, and mother and, uh, what a loss and, uh, all the tragedy of all the lives. My heart goes out to them. And hey, back to the NFL. And I, I'd like to come back at our next segment and talk about the Super Bowl matchups and, and, uh, um, who are your picks, uh, for the, for the Super Bowl with Green Bay facing off with Pittsburgh. And then also, um, uh, who would be your MVP? Is it Palomalo will be your uh, Super Bowl MVP or will it, will it, uh, will it be, uh, Rogers? Will it, uh, be, uh, Matthews? Uh, who would be your Super Bowl MVP? Call in at 888-346-9144 from Under the Helmet with Derek Kennard and Coach Al Bubba Gross.
1: Are you ready for an old school in your face discussion of professional college and high school football? Tune in for talk on a variety of football-related topics on the program From Under the Helmet with your hosts, Derek Ennard and the coach, Al Gross. You will hear the week's headlines and straight talk from the hosts and their weekly guests that are personal and provocative. From Under the Helmet is broadcast every Monday at 5 p.m. Pacific, 8 p.m. Eastern on The Voice America Sports Channel.
3: Have you friended us on Facebook yet? Why not?
1: are listening to from under the helmet with Derek Kennard and the coach al gross we want to hear from you now call in with your comments questions or whatever to 1-888-346-9144 1-888-346-9144 or shoot us an email to dk7drey at yahoo.com now back to the show
2: Welcome back from Under the Helmet with Derek Kennard and Coach Al Gross. Coach Al Gross is not here today, but I am here. Hey, we have Super Bowl forty-five in Dallas, Texas, and uh, we have a dandy in front of us with some humongous matchups here uh, with the Pittsburgh Steelers matching up with, Green Bay Packers and I just cannot believe that Vegas has really put in, they really put uh, the Green Bay Packers as the as the favorite to win when Pittsburgh sure got all their ducks in a row with with uh, with the all-star lineup both offensively and defensively they have all the tools to just uh, deliver the knockout punch and to win this whole thing but <clears throat> Vegas has put it out there on the line to say that the Green Bay Packers is a two and a half point favorite, and uh, just uh, I'm I'm just amazed at uh, how they are able to put that uh, to put that out there to say that they are the favorites to win the Super Bowl. I like to see the thoughts come in from. Um, from our callers at 888-346-9144 to let me know what is your thoughts about your Super Bowl matchups and or picks and uh, who is your MVP? Is it Palomalo or is it... Play Matthews, boy, well, it seems like I can't get away from the Matthew. Bro. Uh, uh this is his son out of USC, and uh, I played against his uh, his dad uh, when he was with the with the Cleveland Cavaliers, and uh, that was back in the day. And man, I tell you, it, it just seems like yesterday to me that um, that uh, they, these guys were uh, just out there, but now these are his sons. Uh, out there playing ball and it's amazing that uh, uh that these guys continue to, uh, to to put out these these kids that are just uh are- Replicas of themselves. Isn't, isn't that amazing? All right. Okay. I'd like to hear your thoughts on who is your pick. So please call in uh, at 888-346-9144 from under the helmet with Derek Kennard. And we have the Green Bay Packers facing off with the Steelers on Super Bowl Sunday and in Dallas, Texas with, with the Dallas Stadium being the centerpiece of this awesome event that is just a, just a tremendous event that, uh, Dallas is going to put on for the world to see in this Taj Mahal type of stadium. Now, uh, one of the key matchups that I want to pay attention to is, K- uh, Clay Matthews is going to be rushing, um, and he's going to be rushing against uh, a former Dallas player that is—he's uh, been on and off injured, um, uh, out there at the right tackle position. And uh, Mister Flozell Adams has just really, really—you uh, know—I I guess he's getting up there in age, and I, I can't tell you what uh, what really his age is, but I tell you, Flozell, uh, Flo-Zell Adams is. Uh he's been, he's had a number of years where he's been a Pro Bowl player, but you know, now he's getting up there in age, and he has this young cat that's going to be coming off this corner, and he's going to be bringing it hard from USC. A Trojan coming out there to, to really put it on him. You know, this kid is going to give him more than he can handle with uh, all his moves that he has. He's going to, uh, Flozell is going to get all of them. Um, and then on a in his, uh, in his favor, he's going to have a, a situation where he's going to have to sit back and, uh, try to manhandle this, uh, this kid. But, you know, this kid is, uh, he's got, he's got a ton of moves in his arsenal and, uh, you know, he's, uh, both he has strength and he has speed. So, uh, which one is he going to, is he going to bull rush him or is he going to, uh, use his speed to turn the corner? This is where, um uh, this is where he's gonna to have to pick and choose his battles uh at that position with uh with that right tackle position now on the uh on the other side and the middle they have they have that mr Hawk kid coming coming in there and uh that kid is, uh, he's fairly, uh, he's pretty good as well, but he's mainly used to stop the run, to plug them holes in the middle, to help uh, solidify that, that, uh, that run game. So, uh, at right tackle, Flozell Adams, he's going to be, uh, you know, at six, seven, three, uh, 335 pounds. This, uh, he's, he's just, he's uh he's a stout, he's a stout guy. Okay. And then at, uh, the right guard position, you have, uh, Mr. Raymond Foster. Uh, he's, 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 he's fairly decent. He's, uh, a, a young talent. And, uh, you also have in the center, you have Ponce. Ponce has, uh, been injured, uh, and he's, I'm not even sure if he's going to play. So he is going to be a game time decision. They have ruled him out and, um, let's see. Um they yeah, have ruled him off out of this game, and Doug Legarski is going to take his position uh for the Super Bowl. uh he's um He's probably going to be the starting center because they say Ponce has a, has a fracture in his ankle. So he is more than likely, uh, out with Ligarski being in. And then at the other, uh, guard, you have that big fella out of Utah, uh, Chris, uh, Kamatu, Kamatu is, uh, uh, is is in his uh, sixth year in the in the league with out of Utah at 344 pounds six three, he's at that left guard spot with with Scott Jonathan over there showing up that other side, now. <clears throat> You know, this is going to be an interesting, uh, interesting matchups, uh, out there all along this offensive line. So they got, they, they have some, some, some things to get, uh, to get together and, uh, and get that stuff together so they can, um, uh, put together this win. I tell you, uh, it, it makes it seem like I'm pulling for the Pittsburgh Steelers, but I thought, I, this is what my heart goes with, my heart goes with the Green Bay Packers and my logical thoughts in my mind say the Steelers. So, then you know, now there you have it. Now, you know, in Super Bowl 30, I played against the Steelers in Super Bowl 30 and I have no n- have never rooted for the Steelers. But, uh, uh, you know, I'm just giving you my giving you my picks. Those are my picks for the Super Bowl. I choose the Green Bay Packers to win the game and I'm um, I'm rooting for the Green Bay Packers to win the game. But the Pittsburgh Steelers should should they have all the tools to get it done. But will they get it done? That's the that's the other other side of the coin. All right. We have um MVP selection, you know, uh, it's just going to be tough. It's going to be a tough call, you know, but, uh, uh, I'm, and I just want to, uh, say that, uh, in order for the, uh, in order for the Green Bay Packers to win, they got to have the running game. I don't think the running the running back is going to get the MVP, but uh, I think Rodgers Rogers is going to have to pull a, ro- a rabbit out of his hat to become the MVP of Super Bowl Forty Five. Now that's my MVP pick, as well as my Super Bowl pick. All right, I like to give my promos out to Hitman Sports with. Uh, Hitman Sports having uh, Coach Al Gross giving a combine coming up in February. We'll talk about that more next week. We have com. There's uh, Derek Kennard Jr. that's giving out some workouts out there in Southeast Valley here in Phoenix, Arizona, in Chandler, Arizona. And we have Blueprint Education slash Kids at Hope uh, Academy was working with alternative kids both in high school and uh, third through eighth grade. We also have Marriage Missions, uh, outpatient program out there in Mesa, Arizona, where we are giving some outpatient programs, situ, uh, situa- stuff for us, for, uh, Clients that are having some substance abuse issues, we are giving some counseling uh, uh, information and things for you out uh, there for programs. All right. I want to thank you for joining us from Under the Helmet here with Derek and, and Coach Al Gross. I'll see you next week, and we'll wrap it up for the Super Bowl 45 in Dallas, Texas. See ya!
1: Thanks for joining us for From Under the Helmet, Derek Gennard and the coach Al Gross. We'll be back next Monday night at 8 p.m. Eastern, 5 p.m. Pacific on The Voice America Sports Channel for another look at college and pro football from Under the Helmet.